This is Under Understood. Good evening, friends. Hey, John. Hey. Uh, a note to our listeners, when you email hello at underunderstood.com, we all get the emails. So I have a question for the three of you. Did any of you read the email that we got with the subject line, Rock and Broccoli Mystery? I did not because you told me not to. Same. Okay, good. So everybody, no one read it. Yeah, I think you should establish that we also then proceed to fight over who gets to actually read it. Yeah, it's it's uh, what it, it dibs uh, is how this works. So I was the first one to read this particular email, and I'm glad I was because I was destined for this story. Hmm. Today's story comes to us from a listener named Matt. Hi, is this Matt? Yeah, is this John? Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I called Matt basically right away when we got this email because his question is extremely strange and extremely narrowly something that I am into. When I was a kid, I lived in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and its suburb Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. And my mom was very thrifty and had a lot of coupons and things like that. So we would go to one store for milk and then another store for meat, that sort of thing. And one of them was called Homeland Grocery Store. So Homeland Grocery... Uh, seems to be an Oklahoma-based grocery store chain. Uh, I assume none of you are familiar with this grocery store chain? No. No. Definitely not. According to Wikipedia, it started off as a spinoff of Safeway, uh, and it broke into its own thing in 1988. And Matt told me that when he was a kid in the 90s, his local Homeland grocery store was filled with singing animatronic characters. Ooh. Oh. I uh, have this lingering memory about these animatronic vegetables and fruits and flowers and salamis and all sorts of different uh, grocery store items at this grocery store. And you would go around and press the button. They would activate. They would do their singing and dancing and whatever. Should we tell our audience that John is obsessed with animatronic bands? You can tell her. (laughs) I just feel like the listeners should know that you could basically not suggest anything that was more exciting to John specifically. (laughs) You know what other grocery store has singing animatronic characters? Oh, no. I literally have no idea. Wait, is that a a thing? What? Yeah, my favorite all-time grocery store. What, What grocery store? Stu Leonard's. I've never heard of Stu Leonard's. What is Stu Leonard's? It's incredible. I mean, I've never actually... <laughs> Wait, are you about to say you've never actually been to one, but it's your favorite grocery store? What? How no, is no, that no. no, I've been to one. I'm just... I, what I was trying to say was I've never like lived close enough to one to go to it regularly. What makes Stu Leonard so amazing? There's like one main pathway you can take through the store. It's kind of designed like a theme park to be... It's engineered to give you a certain experience as you travel through the store. And like a theme park, it includes animatronic characters. Mm -hmm. People talk about Wegmans like it's great. It's fine. The bathrooms are very clean. But (laughs) it's not an experience like a Stu Leonard's. Or apparently like a Homeland grocery store because the animatronics that Matt described are wild. They had a pineapple when you first came in that would greet you to the store. They had uh, a cow at the dairy section. I think they had a butcher too, you know. And then Wait, had, are you uh, saying there was a, there was an animatronic butcher, like a human type? I think so, but I'm not sure, you know. <laughs> but there was also a, a pickle and salami that would do a, 
kind of like a stand-up routine together. There was a, a fruit band that would have, it was like a reggae in style. This could all be way off base. I was, <laughs> you know, six or whatever, four or five. So I'm not 100% sure. But there's definitely Rock and Broccoli and his vegetable band. Rock and Broccoli. I love how the child mind fills in these gaps of memories. Were these um, like separate displays throughout the store or was there one like animatronic section in the store? They were separate displays. So there was, yeah, so there's the pineapple when you first enter. There was the cow by the dairy section, the fruit by the fruit. There was also a sunflower by the florist that would sing something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I just, the upkeep must be just insane. Like, oh, the pineapple's broken again. Or like, you know, some kid throws <laughs> something at the broccoli. <laughs> or whatever i don't know this is all really really vivid to matt right like he re- he remembers a lot of detail like i think more than you would be able to just fill in for memory and he's been trying to find more information about these animatronics for years like you know like who made them why are they in a grocery store you know like basic questions um but there's basically nothing about this these animatronic characters on the internet he can't even find photos or videos so i, I contacted you folks because this seems like something you'd be interested in. Like you, like your show says, it's answering questions that the internet can't answer. And I've tried to search for it every now and again, um, you know, even posting on Reddit in the Oklahoma subreddit to see if anyone remembers this. Okay, so I found Matt's uh, Reddit post on r slash Oklahoma. I can share it with you. Um... Homeland grocery store characters, question mark? I'm really trying not to talk about Stu Leonard. I found some photos of my, <laughs> from my one visit. Billy, stop it. Okay. The top comment is, I grew up in Edmond, and I definitely remember the vegetable rock band from a Homeland location, but I don't know which one. This would have been 1995 to 1998 or so. Yeah, and then there's a couple others down here that Lots are... Lots of affirmations. This was not a false memory. It wasn't a false memory, but also nobody is like, oh yeah, I know the whole story behind these animatronics or like, right, I remember any songs or anything. It was just like, it's it, he, Matt is definitely the person on this thread who knows the most about the animatronics, but he's here looking for more mm. information, right? Not helpful. Not very helpful. So Matt starts Googling for, I guess, vegetable animatronics. We didn't really get into what he was Googling, but he found some YouTube videos of this other animatronic thing called Melody Farm Follies. And here's the master of ceremonies and star of our show, the happy farm boy. Hi, gang. We hope you're having as much fun at the fair as we are. There are tons of fun waiting just for you. This is so weird. This reminds me so much. There is so much to do. Take a look around and you will see The fair is the only place for you to be Hurry come to the fair We should say that it's like basically a whole set, right? It's like a whole barn on a farm and the barn's cut open and you can see all the characters inside of it. But it's basically like a whole set. Right, it's a contained set and it's full of singing fruits and vegetables and barn animals. What we found out is that that Melody Farm Follies is kind of like the traveling show and it goes to events like state farms and stuff. So there's a bunch of YouTube videos of of the this this particular vegetable band like in an outdoor fair like at uh, kind of open off the side of a truck. But here here's the interesting part. 
Matt says that some of the characters in Melody Farm Follies are the same ones that he remembers from being in Homeland. They definitely have some of the characters, like the broccolis there. I remember the tomatoes are kind of like on a vine are there. But this seems more like a touring state fair type things. But Matt also says that the songs that the Melody Farm Follies characters sing don't match the ones that he remembers from Homeland. Do you remember any of the songs that they sang? Yeah, the one I remember the most is the Rock and Broccoli song mm-hmm. where he goes, I'm Rock and Broccoli, I'm here to say, you have to eat your vegetables every day. <laughs> yes. Its name is Rock and Broccoli, but it raps. <laughs> that, that at least that song has been kind of an inside joke uh, between my brother and sister and myself for, you know, the past 30 years or so. It's uh, definitely stuck with us. This could be, you know, like a game of telephone where we heard it one way 30 years ago and we just keep repeating the wrong thing. Yeah. So that opens up, you know, who wrote the songs? Who, <laughs> you know, who created these things? I, I don't know. I mean, there's it's kind of a lot of questions. Lots of questions, for sure. So many questions. <laughs> and like beyond who came up with these things... Why was there a handful of animatronics in an Oklahoma grocery store to begin with? In my mind, I just, the backstory I concocted was that, you know, the owner of Homeland, you know, his nephew or his son or his daughter or sister or something like that was really into animatronics. Dad, I got this great idea. You know, this is going to be the wave of the future. Think of all the money you'll make and kind of tied it in. I think it's interesting that you said that there were these traveling ones that went from like state fair to state fair. I could see if you were a grocery tycoon in a certain part of the country where state fairs are a big thing, maybe you go to the state fair and kind of scope out different opportunities for your business. Like, oh, this person makes really good cornbread and they're oh, so looking to expand it. Oh, and this person has animatronics. So you're saying that the grocery store owner saw them at a state fair and said, I have to have those in my store permanently. Yes, that's my theory. It's a good theory. I mean, I just have a lot of questions about these things. Did you look on eBay for any of these animatronic oh. characters? Oh, Can I own one? Can can you learn to program it? I don't think that was the takeaway. Hold on. (laughs) Can it become the fifth member of the podcast? Okay, hang on. I'm searching eBay now. Uh, Oh my God. What if you have, yeah, it answers your door for you. Mm, Nothing on eBay. Okay, so the way I see it, there are four basic things I need to find out. Number one, were these characters actually in Homeland or is Matt's childhood memory some kind of invention? Number two, if they were real, who created them? Number three, what happened to the characters? Where are they now? And as a bonus number four stretch goal, I would love to reunite Matt with a recording of Rockin' Broccoli rapping about having to eat your vegetables. And I really hope I can answer all of these because I I promised Matt I would. You know, my brother and sister don't care. No one on Reddit seems to know what I'm talking about. My parents don't remember it. I feel... A little, a little bit, you know, like I'm, I'm holding the rock and broccoli flag here. I'm dying on this hill by myself. <laughs> well, I believe you. So we'll find it. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Take care.
Welcome back. Hi, John. Thanks. Welcome back to you. Welcome back to me. His name is John, and he's here to say... No. He's got some <laughs> answers for us today. Oof. Sure. Please, no. <laughs> All right, let's uh, dig into some Homeland Grocery stuff. I thought it would be useful to find out everything that I could about animatronics in grocery stores. Is this a big industry? This is a pretty big industry. So when you start looking for these, it turns out that there's kind of a lot of robot characters in grocery stores. This is so unfair. Why have I never experienced this? Yeah, is it, they, do they not have them in the Northeast? I don't think this is a great proportion of grocery stores. It's just that it's a greater proportion than you would expect it to be. Okay. Uh, and, and, and it's a kind of a global thing. In New Zealand, there was this chain called Big Fresh. And the idea mm. was that it would make grocery shopping a destination. Sort of like, it, it was kind of like a recreation of an outdoor market, but indoors. Well, this looks utopic. These are kind of like the bare minimum, I think, for it to be called animatronics. Yeah, They're yeah, like just definitely. just plaster plaster characters that are like tomatoes and stuff on moving platforms. There's a pig, chicken. They're like rotating. I like the 1999 timestamp at the bottom of this VHS that's been <laughs> uploaded to YouTube. Hello, Mr. Son. There is this place called Jungle Gyms International Market in Ohio. I can't work. Oh, wow. uh, they have animatronics all over the store. Is that the Raisin Bran guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, these are like licensed ones. Yeah, this is Kellogg's, Keebler. Keebler Elf, the Raisin, Sunshine, Tony the Tiger. Oh. Uh, it, I got the feeling that Jungle Gyms was like a reclaimed animatronics thing because there's actually a literal uh, robot from a Chuck E. Cheese that sings Elvis songs. Um, and then uh, we have this. This is a grocery store in California, grocery store chain in California called Molly Stones Markets. Um, the one in Palo Alto has this setup where a singing grocer and his vegetable friends warn you not to do drugs. <laughs> nice. When you stay drunk, you feel like a star. Don't do drugs. That's a must. And that's the way to keep your parents trust. Uh, bad news. If a, if a corn stock sings to you that you need to not do drugs and alcohol, it's already too late. <laughs> also, what is that on the swing? Is that a bagel? It's a bagel, yeah. yeah it probably has poppy seeds. Like, that thing's going to throw your drug test off anyway, so you might as well do the drugs. But, Billy, I have good news for you, because it does seem like Stu Leonard's is the granddaddy of all animatronic grocery franchises. Yes. You look around for animatronics in grocery stores, and Stu Leonard's is by far the biggest, most famous one around. Uh, so let's look at one of these stores. So this is a Stu Leonard's in Paramus, New Jersey. This was taken in October. The Avocado Girls. Oh, my God. Their faces are so grotesque. So this is like the um, the premier band inside of Stu Leonard's. It's Stu's Farm Fresh Five. And we're looking at a bunch of milk cartons playing instruments. Since this is happening during COVID, they're wearing face masks. Uh, so uh, I want to go. I want to go too. I want to go back. Are, which 
of these, like, it seems like we're looking at two classes of animatronics, the bare minimum and the Stu Leonard's go all out level. Yeah. Where do you think Homeland's animatronics fit in on that spectrum? Based on what Matt described, it sounds more like a Stu Leonard's experience than... They seem pretty premium. They seem premium and they seem pervasive. The way he was describing <laughs> the sheer number of characters in that store that he would walk up to and hit the button on. It, it seemed to me like Stu Leonard's and grocery store animatronics seemed synonymous with each other. So I thought it would be a good idea to ask Stu Leonard's how this happened. Mm-hmm. So I reached out and a spokesperson told me that they like to think of themselves as, quote, the Disneyland of dairy stores. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's that's how I always pitch it. So maybe they got that in my head without me even realizing. And, and they got that from the New York Times, presumably. that oh, The Disneyland okay. of dairy stores, and they ran with it. She told me that the first two Leonard's locations in Connecticut had petting zoos and areas where you could, like, see the actual cows being milked live. And Stu Leonard Sr. thought of the whole thing as this, like, interactive experience. Sometime around the 70s or the 80s, she told me that Stu Leonard visited Las Vegas and Disney World. And that's when he kind of got it in his head that he could lean into things like animatronics and costumed characters and really, like, take the experience thing to the next level. Hmm. I love how he had, like, the two most basic American (laughs) vacation experiences and that transformed his whole idea of his business. I never knew it could be like this. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So so this has, like, grown to the point where today Stu Leonard's has an in-house animatronics person whose job is to just build and animate these characters for the stores. Like, this is a, a real thing for them. Now, I thought it made sense to look into Homeland, the stores themselves, to see if I could get anything there. Homeland started out as the Oklahoma division of Safeway. It spun off into its own company in 1987, and that's when the name was adopted. In 2002, they filed for bankruptcy, and they were bought by Associated Wholesale Grocers. And then in 2012, Homeland was sold to its own employees, and today it's still an employee-owned company called HAC Inc. Now they operate a number of chains like Piggly Wiggly, Food World, Country Mart, and now there are more than 30 locations in Oklahoma that go by the name Homeland. That means Homeland has been through lots of change since the late 80s when Matt would have seen these characters in a grocery store. I emailed Homeland's press email address to see if someone there could connect me up with somebody who might have been around at the time. And this is what I got back from a spokesperson for Homeland. Quote, I asked around among some people that have been at Homeland for a while. While not everyone was aware of it, as you can see from the attached photos, there was once a display that featured singing vegetables. One of them was called Rocky Broccoli. <gasps> Rocky Broccoli. I thought it was Rockin' Broccoli. Well, this answers your question. You were like, why is it Rockin' Broccoli if he <laughs> raps? And it's Rocky. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> it's like ASAP. So now I'm going to drop uh, this photo in Slack. Oh, it's black and white. So does someone want to describe what we're looking at here? Well, it's adorable. 
<laughs> Homeland Barnyard Jamboree. It's the barn set with the vegetables, with fruit, and with this super cool broccoli. <laughs> it's so cool. There's a chicken up there. Where's the chicken? Where's the chicken? The top right. Henrietta. Oh, I see. Oh, I did not see Henrietta. There's right. eggs being like pneumatic tubed <laughs> out of it. Yeah, that's not how chickens work. <laughs> it just lays eggs all day long. Who's who's this this front person? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, I'll, I'm going to drop a second photo in Slack. Okay. I hope it's in color. So this is the second photo. It's not, unfortunately. Damn it. But check this out. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. Same photo, but now we have some 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 captionings. Come enjoy and meet all your favorite characters. Come meet Homeland's new mascot, Hap. Hap stands for Homeland Adores People. (laughs) Hap is shown in the middle of the photo. It says in small (laughs) type under it. (laughs) In case you couldn't figure out who Hap was. (laughs) Well, it's not totally clear. Yeah. And then the bottom says all their names. The Barnyard Jamboree will entertain folks of all ages. Hap, Rocky Broccoli, Lucy, and Mr. Pineapple will sing your favorite tunes. Mm-hmm. So this means we have an answer to our first question, which was, were these characters actually in Homeland? Yeah, now we know they were. These characters are all inside one stage. But in Matt's description, they were throughout the store. This is an inconsistency. You're... Absolutely right. But do you all remember uh, the traveling state fair show, which was called Melody Farm Follies? Yes. Yes. So just to jog your memory, here's a video of Melody Farm Follies. There are tons of fun waiting just for you. So come on. Okay, the middle guy looks the same. The characters appear to be the same. Hat is slightly different. Yeah. But it's very similar. It's like cow on the left, chicken on the right. Uh, Rocky Broccoli looks exactly the same. Yeah, Rocky Broccoli, he has such an iconic look. Oh, yeah, definitely. And the sunglasses. <laughs> Rocky Broccoli is so cool. <laughs> he's like, can I just describe him a little yeah, more? Yeah, yeah, He's a broccoli, but he's got his face. He's got sort of like a Squidward nose. <laughs> He's got this big, like, teardrop, droopy nose, but he's dressed like Flava Flav. He's so cool. <laughs> he's in sunglasses. And he has gold yeah. boots. He sounds great, too. Vegetables just like your ABCs. Listen very carefully. It's easy. It's a breeze. They're all arranged a little bit differently, but these are the same characters. And did you catch at the beginning? Welcome to the Good Time Jamboree. And here's the master of ceremonies and star of our show, Hap, the happy farm boy. The Good Time Jamboree. Uh Uh-huh. And what's written on the Homeland photo is the Homeland Barnyard Jamboree. So this is like, like Melody Farm Follies looks like a, a bizarro world version of the Homeland animatronics. It must be the same vendor. It seems like it, yeah. So I'm totally perplexed and I don't know what the connection between these two things is. So I go back and I ask the Homeland marketing rep uh, where the photo came from and she told me that it was from their quote print guy (laughs) who held on to it because he thought it was funny but he wasn't around when the campaign actually happened and he didn't know anything else about it. Yeah, so she asked all around all the employees that she knew who had been with Homeland for a long time 
And no one could tell her anything about these characters. This is very mysterious. It's very it's mysterious. It's not that long ago. Right. When I was looking into the animatronics at Stu Leonard's, I found a company called VP Animations in Vermont. That seems to be a small company, and they manufacture the characters for Stu Leonard's in Connecticut. So I found the contact information for the company on their website, and I emailed them the video that you just saw featuring Melody Farm Follies, and asked just, do you know anything about these? And this is what I got back. The YouTube show, this is the Melody Farm Follies traveling show, the YouTube show was produced by Advanced Animations of Stockbridge, Vermont. The soundtrack was written and produced by Bobby Gosh of Brookfield, Vermont. Wow. A lead. A real lead. But they're giving you like a real like IMDB style breakdown of all of this stuff. Yeah, it was like the information you're seeking is this. And that's it. (laughs) But now you have the company connected to this band that had some of the same characters that were in Matt's memory of Homeland. Yeah, exactly. So now I've got a connection, right? I've got Advanced Animations of Stockbridge, Vermont is the company that made Melody Farm Follies, the traveling show that involves some of the same characters from Homeland. Okay? Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. I hit up around 15 former and current employees of Advanced Animations on LinkedIn. I emailed whoever I could find on the internet who was associated with this company. And for good measure, I reached out to Bobby Gosh, the person that I was told wrote the Melody Farm Follies music. And for a long time, I heard back from basically none of them. Damn it. Wow. Don't they realize we have a prestigious podcast? Well, it's also like, how many times does someone reach out to you about a mystery regarding animatronics you've worked on it? You would think there'd be some inherent intrigue there. This is also the kind of thing where like, now I feel like I'm kind of in Matt's head, where I'm like, I know these things exist. I see the photo. I know they were out there. Why won't anyone... Am I the only one who sees the connections here and the connections go even farther because I went back onto YouTube looking for anything else that I could find. If we go back to the Molly stones, California grocery chain video, the one about the, the drugs, uh, be smart. Uh Don't, don't start. Yeah. Look at these characters. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're very similar. They're not just very similar. They're identical. Billy. That corn is exactly the same. <laughs> I mean, the old man is the only the only difference, right? Yeah, so instead of Hap, there's an old man. Well, in the bagel, there's no bagel. Before. The bagel is added. <laughs> You're right about the bagel. That wasn't there in the original. But, like, the corn, the tomatoes, the cow. I think the chick. yeah, the chicken is up there. The peas. Is rocky. And, and no. I don't think there's a rocky broccoli. And no pineapple. Right, and no pineapple. But, like... There's more overlap. These are the, like the identical characters show up in a different grocery store singing about drugs. So we have these characters in three different grocery stores at this point. Well, not all grocery stores, but we have them in three different places. We've got them in Molly Stone's grocery in California singing about drugs. We've got them in Melody Farm Follies, uh, which is a touring show that goes around to state fairs. And we've got a photo of them in Homeland in Oklahoma. Melody and Homeland have the same front purse, front man, guy, orange, whatever this thing is. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at his hat, though. Yeah, Billy, you found the hat. you found oh, wow. the clue that broke the whole thing open. Mm. Wow! <laughs> On his hat is an H that appears to be the same H 
from the Homeland logo. It's the Homeland H. So check out uh, this. Can we get a little side-by-side? Oh, yeah. This is the Homeland Grocery logo from the past. It is an orange H with a slight italic, right? Yeah, and then the O in Homeland looks like an ambiguous orange, which looks like what this character is. Right, exactly. Yeah, it looks like Hap, who has the same name in both shows. Homeland adores people. Right. So this suggests that Homeland came first, right? That these characters were made for Homeland and then reused elsewhere. But I still don't know who made the Homeland version. I don't know what happened to these animatronics. And I certainly don't have a recording of Rocky Broccoli telling kids to eat their vegetables. Uh Uh-huh. We're here recording this on a Saturday night. And listeners, you are probably hearing this on Tuesday. As of this past Thursday night, I was convinced that there would not be an episode today because none of this was making sense at all. But then I got a phone call. Hey, how you doing? That phone call was from Bobby Gosh. Oh, the songwriter. He got my email and he called me back directly. And when I picked up, he was like, oh, so you want to know about Molly Stones? Wait, what? I, oh my God. I had not mentioned Molly Stones at all in my email. Did you say at one point something about Homeland? I did, yeah. Okay, that, that's what it was. Uh, it wasn't Molly Stones. You know, I even forgot about that one. I mean, I, got, I did so many projects. Like, then when I went through the files, I got a, like a good four inch file on uh, all the shows I did for Homeland. Oh and the God. characters are what you said, like Rocky Broccoli, Hap, uh, whatever, and uh, Cowboy, uh, and all that stuff. <laughs> that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's the show. So that's it. That's the show. Um, Bobby Gosh, it turns out, is a really accomplished songwriter and musician. Hell yeah. You know, I've opened for uh, Billy Joel and the Troubadour, you know. Back in the 70s, I opened for Streisand in Central Park, you know, with 240,000 people. I've done, I got songs in the movie Big and Mighty Aphrodite and did 200 network TV commercials and so forth. He's also written a bunch of songs for Paul Anka and a lot of other stars, but he's also written, it turns out, tons of animatronic shows. Did you ever hear Stu Leonard's? I did almost every show in that store about... Not, 90% of them. They went from one supermarket to four. And as it went along, I, you know, wrote shows and characters and all, you know, for that. Wow. Wow. So Bobby got into this business in the early 80s when another Bobby, I'm sorry there are two Bobbies in this story. Nope. Change the name. The second Bobby, Bobby Marquis, moved his company, Advanced Animations, to Vermont, which was not far away from where Bobby Gosh lived. Bobby Gosh found an article in the newspaper about Bobby Marquis, met up with him, and wound up writing all of Advanced Animation's shows for like 15 years. Well, the first thing we ever did was the FAO Schwarz clock for New York City. It was a 30-foot singing clock tower, and I wrote the, the song, you know. This was 1986. Uh, let the clock tick-tock while the children play. Let the fun and laughter chase all cares. Away, da-da-da, no, and so forth. So that became like a big, big hit in the store. (laughs) 
It turns out this thing was in like 42 or 43 FAO Schwartz locations, and it was a 100-hour recording session. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He brought joy to so many children. Bobby tells me that in the 80s, Advanced Animations was one of the best animatronics companies around. Like, he kept saying that in animatronics, it was advanced and it was Disney. Like, it was at that level. Okay. As we know, Stu Leonard himself wanted characters in the store, and he went out and hired Advanced Animations to do them. Advanced Animation was, next to Disney, the biggest in the country. So everybody wanted, you know, a lot of grocery stores wanted to do it, and most of them knew about Stu Leonard's and wanted the people that did Stu Leonard. So they'd come to Advanced Animations, and I did all their music. So, Billy, you had this theory about grocery owners going around to state fairs and stuff and buying some animatronics. Yeah. I think you weren't that far off. I think you were just a little bit off in, like, where they were going to find these animatronics. Would go to, there's a big show called IAPA. I forget what it stood for, but it's about, it's like a international animatronics show. It was at the Javits Center. I mean, it was huge, you know, like 500, 1,000 displays. I don't know. And they take shows down there and have a huge booth. Grocery stores would come into the shows, be familiar with Stu Leonard's and say, hey, we're going to do this. You know, it's working for Stu Leonard's, got to work for us, you know. And that's how it started. Okay, so this was driven by the grocery stores, not by, like, advanced going to a grocery store and saying, hey, you need... You need- no, no, they, they never went to anybody. I was kind of shocked that it was worth it for a grocery company to go to one of these animatronic shows, contract a fabricator, pay for the robots, train up on them, all of that. Advanced Animations would go in and train an employee to repair the shows, you know, because things would break down, you know. Uh, It's crazy that a grocery store had the budget for that. Oh, yeah, but, God, do you know that uh, we're talking back then in the, I'd say, mid-'80s, Stu Leonard's had a, just a salad bar. They were doing $150,000 a week on the salad bar in one store. <laughs> oh my God. That's the kind of money, they, you know. <laughs> so after I talked to Bobby Gosh, I actually got a chance to speak very briefly to Bobby Marquis and his wife, Nancy. They weren't available for a taped interview, but when I mentioned Homeland, he immediately said, oh, Broken Arrow. It turns out, Advanced only made one of these shows for Homeland, and it was for the Broken Arrow location. And that is the one that Matt knows that was his local Homeland. He lived in Broken Arrow. Oh, yeah. Ah, okay. This kind of makes sense. This is why nobody really remembers Homeland Grocery having these things. There was only one location that had the Jamboree in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Oh. They confirmed that in addition to the main band that we have the photo of, there were other animatronics around the store, including a human butcher. You'd hit a button, and they would spring to life and do a little show for you. So Matt was totally right about that. I read them the lyrics of Rocky Broccoli that Matt remembered. It went, I'm Rocky Broccoli. I'm here to say, you got to eat your vegetables every, every day. Every day. Bobby Marquis heard that, and he said that was not in any of the songs that he remembers. Oh, no. And he would have remembered. So. <laughs> he was like, no, I did not write that. Just 100% made up. <laughs> Please strike from the record that I wrote. <laughs> so Matt was right about almost everything with a few exceptions. Bobby Marquis also told me that the name Hap, this was a contest in the Broken Arrow store to name the main character for their new campaign. And apparently a kid won the contest by coming up with Hap, Homeland Adores People. 
Mm, makes sense now. Yeah, yeah. And and Bobby Gosh actually came up with the rest of the characters himself. I, I got a couple scripts in front of me. You know, it was like, um, you know, Hap was the cowboy, uh, Rocky, Broccoli, Mr. Pineapple, Benita, uh, I guess she was banana. <laughs> Henrietta Hen was a chicken. Lucy, I don't know what she was. I'm looking at the scripts, you know. Four Tomatoes, The Sweet Corn Sisters. It was a really big show, you know. This listener who wrote in said that he remembered, um, he thought it was rockin' broccoli, and, and he remembered the, the broccoli wrapping. That was like the big thing that he remembered. Right, he was, yeah. And that guy, <laughs> the guy who did that, was a you know well-known local entertainer in Vermont, but he's also been a senator for the last 30 or 40 years. No way. I'm sorry. What? Vermont, in the Vermont House, he's a senator now, you know. What's his name? Uh, Dick McCormick. Yeah, he was Rocky Broccoli, and he did a, a great voice. It was all about the voices, you know. You got to get people sounding like uh, vegetables <laughs> when they sing. What? <laughs> this turns out to be true. Even if you go back into Melody Farm Follies, Rocky Broccoli, who's rapping in that, is actually performed by Vermont State Senator Dick McCormick. <laughs> this is incredible. It's really good. I'm oh going through his Wikipedia page and it is not mentioned on here. I actually reached out to Dick McCormick and believe it or not, he got on the phone with me this weekend. Hi, this is uh, Dick McCormick. Senator McCormick is a Democratic senator for the Vermont General Assembly. But separate from that, he's also a college professor, he's a longtime musician, and a voice actor. Although in an email he told me that Rocky Broccoli is, quote, the least of my achievements. He said he did sessions for Bobby Gosh all the time in the 80s and 90s. How many of these did you do for him? I, uh, countless. Every now and then the phone would ring and Bobby Gosh would say, um, and he had read this uh, a kind of aggressive New York side, hey man! This Bobby Gosh, man, can you can you be in here tomorrow at two o'clock? And I'd say, well, yeah, I guess so. Okay, I got I got a I got a piece for you. And I I go in. He'd hand me the script. He'd coach what he wanted, and I was sometimes out of there in an hour with a hundred fifty bucks in my pocket. It was a gig, and it was not an artistic statement. So I basically just did what Bobby wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. And Bobby Gosh is coaching would actually be along the line. There were things like, no, man, no, no, no. Give me broccoli, man. You don't sound like, you're not sounding like broccoli. (laughs) In addition to Rocky Broccoli, Senator McCormick also performed as Mr. Cabbage in the Molly Stones show. Mr. Cabbage is my is my finest hour. If he gives me a picture of Mr. Cabbage, he gives me the script and he says, all right, I'm thinking Richie Cunningham. If you remember the television show, Happy Days. Yeah. And he's just a sweet, nice, suburban guy. And and I just said, Bobby, that's that's just that's not cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I improvised and, and you know, I said, said, you know, cabbage is a very it's good proletarian food. It's you buy it cheap, it's very nourishing, and it makes it stinks up your house, but it's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> And, and Bobby's son, Eric, would often intervene for me in these things. He, say, he says, Dad, I, I think he's right. And the client loved it. 
It sounds like Bobby had very strong ideas about how these characters should sound and act, and Rocky Broccoli was no exception. What I saw were, were artist renderings. Huh. And initially, Rocky Broccoli sort of looked like Elvis. And I remember doing it like Elvis and, and Bobby saying, no, no. And he never said Bob Dylan, but the voice he did it in was like a Bob Dylan imitation. But the script was like rap. <laughs> so if you listen to the video you sent me, it really is Bob Dylan doing rap. <laughs> Take a look around and you will see. The fair is the only place for you to be. Harry so there's our answers to number two, who made these characters. It was the two Bobbies. It was Bobby Marquis at Advanced Animations and Bobby Gosh, who wrote the music and the characters. An interesting thing about this Homeland deal is that Advanced Animations wound up owning the characters and Bobby Gosh himself owns the music. So Homeland didn't own that stuff. That was property of Advanced Animations and Bobby Gosh. So that's why we see the same characters and songs pop up in other installations like in Molly Stones and in Melody Farm Follies. Sometimes together and sometimes not together. Right, because it was just, it was IP that Advanced and Bobby were able to use in any configuration they wanted. I don't know the exact way that went down, but you could, you know, we did duplications of characters. It's obvious, it's, that's how you make money. It's easier to make a copy of the one you just made, you know, than to do a whole new production. So, so the chain here is that the show was designed originally for Homeland around 1989. That is the original. And then Advanced Animations built a partial copy with a blend of old and new characters, including the grocer, for Molly Stones somewhere in like the early 90s. And then Bobby Marquis sold Advanced Animations in the 90s, but he held on to the rights to the show. Uh, and he and his wife, Nancy, maintain a permanent copy as Melody Farm Follies. And there's this traveling version, which is what I think I saw on YouTube. Um, and that goes to state fairs all over the place. It comes to New Jersey. It hangs out in Vermont. It does all these things. And, and those are operated by Bobby and Nancy Marquis, who were the former owners of Advanced Animations, who retained the rights to those characters specifically. Right. So there's one other question, and that's where are the Homeland characters now? And the sad news is that nobody knows. <gasps> The Homeland store in Broken Arrow closed around 2001, and that's when I think it's likely that these animatronics were either thrown out, sold, or given away to someone. Bobby Marquis reached out a few years ago because he was just curious what happened, and very much like what happened when I reached out, no one at Homeland knew anything about the animatronics. So even Bobby Marquis, the person who made these things, doesn't know what ultimately happened to them after the store shut down. I called Matt to tell him about what I'd found. Hello? I let him know that these characters were really real, even if he didn't quite remember Rocky Broccoli's real name. Rocky Broccoli. All right. Yeah, it's not Rockin' Broccoli. Yeah, Rocky, like uh, Rocky Balboa. That's cool. <laughs> no wonder we couldn't find him. He's uh... Truth be told, he was you know, up on top of a display rapping at me when I was six years old. I told him about the two Bobbies who made the animatronics, how a state senator was the voice of Rocky. Rocky Broccoli was voiced by now a Vermont state senator <laughs> named Dick McCormick. <laughs> just, 
those his constituents now? <laughs> and I told him that no one at Homeland even knows about them existing, much less where the original characters are today. I guess if this was the only one, it must not have been too successful. So I think we, I think we got to an answer. Yeah, this is, you know, buckets loads of more of information that I had when I <laughs> before I spoke to you. This is fantastic. But we had this last thing I couldn't get from Matt, the recording of Rocky singing the song he remembered. It just doesn't exist. What was the song? It was uh, I'm Rocky Broccoli. Yeah, I'm Rocky Broccoli. I'm here to say you have to eat your vegetables every day. <laughs> okay. So I sang that to both Bobbies, and especially Bobby Marquis was like, no, that was never in the show. That's not a real song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, you know. So I feel really bad. There is no recording to play you of Rocky singing that because it just never existed. You know, right. So, I mean, that's entirely possible, too. I just sometimes I think about this and like could have been just kind of spillover from another memory or shoot. Maybe I uh, maybe I'm on to an original rap and broccoli song here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Better hit the studio, record my own version. Well, I didn't I didn't want to disappoint you. So I do have something to play for you. Um, okay. Let me know if you can hear this. Hello, Matt. Uh, it's been a few years, but this is uh, Rocky Broccoli, and uh, I'm an older man now, <laughs> but I can still, I still got my chops, man. And uh, here we go. I always thought I sounded like Bob Dylan rapping. <laughs> yeah. I'm Rocky Broccoli. I'm here to say, eat your vegetables every day. Eat your vegetables. That's the way. Always do what Rocky say. Okay? <laughs> so, wait, is, this, so is that the senator? Is that, that, the is, senator? that is Vermont State Senator Dick McCormick reprising his role as Rocky okay. Broccoli. That's awesome. That's, uh, <laughs> this, is, this is hilarious and wonderful. <laughs> this is great. Under Understood is John Lagomarsino, Regina DeLay, Billy Disney, and me, Adrian Jeffries. If you know what happened to the Homeland animatronics after the Broken Arrow store closed, please let me know. I really want to know. This is technically the end of our third season, but we will be right back with season four in January. In the meantime, though, we are still going to be putting out new episodes of our bonus podcast, Overunderstood, which comes out every week for Patreon subscribers. So you can check that out. We've done about 10 of them so far, I think. You can find out about that and what you can do to support the show at patreon.com slash underunderstood. This story came from a listener, so please, if you have a mystery that the internet can't solve, send us an email at hello at underunderstood.com. If it's about animatronics, just save us all some time and write for John in the subject line, so that way the rest of us don't even read it. Thanks for listening this season. We'll catch you in the new year. Mm-hmm.